I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Welcome to Alec Feldman, the podcast from Wizard Radio. We've taken his show, broadcast live on Saturdays between 3 and 5, then cut out the songs, news, and other bits that aren't very interesting, leaving you with about an hour-ish of sweet, juicy content. Mmm, mmm, mmm content. Just one more thing. Don't bother sending in any messages, we'll probably never see them. You may be charged, but your entry won't be counted. Because this isn't live, obviously. It's a podcast. It's already happened. In the past. To get involved, just listen live on Saturdays between 3 and 5 on Wizard Radio Station. I'd like to be able to say you won't regret it, but I can't. This is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. It's that time again. It only happens very occasionally, but every few years, I, for a couple of weeks, get excited about football. Guys, it's time. It's coming home! Maybe. It's Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Manchester, Alec Feldman. Baby Queen, an American dream on Wizard Radio. Lord's new song that came out yesterday. Solar Power before that. What a way to start. Lord is back. And to a lesser extent, so am I. Hiya. I'm on till five o'clock. I'm Alec Feldman. Good afternoon. Thanks very much for listening. We do this every week, 3 till 5 p.m. So thanks for hanging out. Can I have a, a very, very small, minute moan? Just very quickly. Um, nobody cares, but it's, it's annoying me. I've lived in this, this basement that I live in, right? For coming up to a year, which reminds me, I am, I'm going to be homeless in about three weeks unless I find someone new to live. Anyway, been here about a year. I don't know what it is. There's something weird about it. Whenever I lie down on my bed for an extended period of time, like, to sleep, I always get, like, a, a neck ache. I don't know why. Like, it doesn't matter how many pillows I have. I've, I've tried with none and one and two and three. I always get a neck ache from lying in my bed, and I had a lie in this morning for slightly longer than I usually would. I was like, oh, that'll, that'll be nice. Um, but all it's done is caused me pain. <laughs> I don't understand why this happened. Why can I not be horizontal without getting a really stiff neck? Do any medics or, like, I don't know, scientists know the answer to this question? Um, if you do, I would love to hear it because I'm baffled. Get me out of this basement. Three weeks to go, even if I do end up, like, sleeping at a bus stop with all of my possessions in, in a boxes because I don't have anywhere to move to. Anyway, that's that's my tiny little little moan. If anybody would like to come and give me like a neck massage as well, it would not be unappreciated. Just, just saying. Anyway, on the show this afternoon, uh, after four o'clock, Becky Hill is really confusing me. The singer, the pop star. That needs to be discussed. The G7 summit is an obsession of mine. More on that in a second. And we want, I want to talk food in relation to G7 as well. After four o'clock, ringtones, ten past four. I have some thoughts on them in a minute. Um, I might be on the telly. All of that is coming up before three o'clock. And raccoon dogs and my neighbor's playlist and a 60 second guide and what's going on. That is the agenda for this afternoon. So clear your diary, um, sit back and passively absorb me speaking for a couple hours. It'll be, it'll be fun, I promise. Calvin Harris is coming up next. I love that song. The, the new one with Tom Grennan. I said this last week. It is amazing. Play that in a bit. 
and beer and little mix all on the way. But first, let me just get you up to speed with what I'm loving and hating this week. We do this every week. Just I like to start the show, set the tone by telling you what in my head is interesting me and exciting me and what I'm really done with. We call it the worst and best things in the world this week and the worst thing in the world this week. It's really stressing me out. Over the course of this global pandemic that we've all been living through, my kind of my stress levels about it go up and go down. Usually in relation to the numbers, if Chris Whitty were here, he'd probably have like a graph, a slide of my next my stress levels. They were they were kind of going down. I was feeling really like excited and optimistic and chilled about it, and now they just they're going up a bit. They're creeping up that that graph because. Obviously, it's nice that everything's reopened and hospitalizations, they're kind of not doing too badly and way, way, way fewer people dying of it. Great. But the one thing people haven't quite thought of is that loads of young people are now allowed to go out and do stuff again. We haven't been vaccinated yet. They don't want to give it to us. So basically now people my age are the only people who are still actually getting COVID. And it's really annoying. I know, I think, a couple of people who have got it and a couple more that have had to isolate because they've had contacts. And why? Why does why does everyone have to be getting COVID again? Thought we'd moved on from this. Come on. Vax us up. Give me the vax now, please. So I can chill out a little bit. But yeah, that's, that's what I'm not liking. Just the fact that everyone who's unvaccinated is spreading like wildfire. So be careful out there. However, on to more positive things. You know the G7 summit is happening this week. It's like loads of um, politicians and world leaders from the seven most advanced economies in the world. They all get together and talk about important things like the environment, etc. And it's happening right now in person. I don't really know why they've deemed it necessary, especially like Joe Biden. He's old. Why is that? Why? Why are they taking that risk? And he's, he's going to meet the Queen again. It just feels like slightly too much risk involved in this G7 summit. But that's happening. And it's happening in Cornwall. And I am loving all of the images of all these huge world leaders in Cornwall. It's so bizarre and a weird juxtaposition. And I'm just obsessed with it. There's so many like fascinating things that are coming out of it. For example, uh, the other day when Joe Biden and Boris were sat in a room together having their photos taken by the media and making slightly awkward small talk. And Boris is like, oh, it's, it's lovely to have you here. It's such a, such a pleasure to meet you. And Joe Biden, in the best thug life ever, goes, yeah, yeah, it's nice to meet you. Really excited to meet your wife. <laughs> oh! Excited to meet his, his wife. I bet you are, you, you dog. Oh, Joe Biden, what's he like? So that's, that's something I'm enjoying. The G7 content is good. And the second best thing in the world this week. Uh, you remember Dominic Cummings? I find him fascinating for so many reasons. He was that guy. You know Dominic Cummings. He was the, the eye test guy. He drove to Barnard Castle to get his eyes tested, allegedly, whilst he had COVID. It was, it was a bit of a mess, and it was in the news for a while, and he had to give, like, a press conference talking about it. That guy, yeah. And his, I think he's up to kind of the mid-80s in his epic mega-long Twitter super thread at the moment. But this also came up on my timeline the other week. Not part of his epic mega-thread. Somebody, someone called Sarah, said on Twitter, My friend just said, I cried so many times watching the Friends reunion. It was like our final night in Clute. Now, apparently, Clute is a European nightclub. I know this because Dominic Cummings... Barnard Castle guy, the really serious government advisor turned evil genius guy, replied saying, ah yes, the greatest nightclub in Western Europe. Fact. You gotta go to Moscow or Samara to get better. That that is completely at odds with the Dominic Cummings brand. What is he doing? He's this like mysterious kind of evil genius, isn't he? Pulling the strings from behind the scenes. And he's completely destroying his brand by talking about his favourite nightclubs. Dominic Cummings... How does Dominic Cummings go to nightclubs? Surely not. That just, the whole thing is weird, but I kind of like it. It's funny weird. So those are the best and worst things in the world this week. Covid being kind of back amongst people our age, not good. G7 Summit, good. Dominic Cummings talking about going to the club, weird, but good. And this, Calvin Harris, Tom Grennan, By Your Side. Yes, that song almost makes me want to open the blinds 
almost, but maybe maybe later. Calvin Harris, Tom Grennan, by your side on Wizard Radio. It's Alec Feldman. Good afternoon. I've mentioned this before, I think. You know my neighbours? They're like my upstairs neighbours. So we live in we live in a big house, basically, but it's split into three different flats. The people that live upstairs, they have little gatherings in the back garden sometimes. And I've noticed whenever they do, they always have quite good playlist. It's always on point. Um, a lot of the time, it's actually kind of similar to what we're playing on this show. If they do it at the same time, there's a bit of overlap, which I always enjoy. And they were they were back at it last night. And they've really outdone themselves. They have excelled. They were playing things I have never heard before. And I was amazed. And I was hearing it through the window thinking, okay, this is, this is kind of weird. But you know what? I'm not hating it. I don't know if it was done in a serious way, in an ironic way or what. But let me tell you what my neighbours were blasting out yesterday. We started with something I didn't know existed. A track from Frozen, like you've never heard it before. Check this out. Get ready for the drop. A dubstep remix of Let It Go from Frozen. Have you ever heard anything like this in your life ever? Oh my god. Wow. Epic. So that's what they, they kicked off with. And then they went from dubstep frozen into Taylor Swift, like you've never heard her before. Did you know there was a trap remix of me by Taylor Swift? I didn't until yesterday, until they were playing it for everyone in South Manchester to listen to. You know what? It's kind of, it's kind of okay. It's not the worst thing in the world. And then they went from a bit of trap Taylor Swift into some drum and bass. (laughs) Who knew that Taylor Swift's got remixed into drum and bass songs and got played at clubs and raves and house parties up and down the country, the world? They must... People must like this because otherwise it wouldn't exist, right? There must be people who absolutely love it. And then there was this as well. Another drum and bass Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift with a drop. Incredible. Wow. I was amazed. I was shocked. But I actually quite enjoyed it. So to my upstairs neighbours, if you're listening, if you ever fancy having another gathering and whipping out the drum and bass remix of Taylor Swift, you will not get any complaints from me. Right, Wizard Radio with be a whole lot of money on right now. A lot of money. I'm Alec. Hello. Little Mix coming up and Holly Humberston. Right, we need to talk about something quite important. I always love a bit of a panic. Do you remember? Do you remember Australian flu? <laughs> Before, before there was COVID, there was Australian flu, and I had a bit of a panic about that back in the day, and all sorts really. I, I enjoy a bit of a a bit of a. Oh my God, we're all doomed. Um, you know, something to do in it keeps me entertained. And I have something else, something new to panic about. This time, it's raccoon dogs. Have you ever heard of raccoon dogs? They are raccoons but they look they're kind of like dogs they're a member of the fox family you find them in japan and china and siberia in russia they are uh, a species of fox and we should all be very afraid of them apparently because they have been described both as the most destructive invasive species that poses a risk to the uk and the escapologists of the animal world Let's, let's unpack that briefly because that's a lot of long words. The most destructive invasive species that poses a risk to the UK. It's on a list of 20. And if it were to get into the UK, they think it would be bad because it would destroy all the animals that live here. Think, you remember red squirrels? No, you don't. Exactly. Because grey squirrels, they, they came and took over. A lot of people are still very... <laughs> very angry about that and these these raccoon dogs could be the next grey squirrel 
So that's one thing they're scared of, them coming over and disrupting the food chain and all sorts of bad things. But also, the escapologists of the mammal world, I quite like as a, as a title, because they kind of get everywhere. And even though countries have tried really hard to eradicate them, literally, they, they actively want raccoon dogs to go extinct. And countries are trying, and they're failing. Raccoon dogs, they just survive. They make it out, and everyone's a bit worried because they're now spotting them in the UK. They saw a raccoon dog in Wales, and you know what they did? They captured it and killed it, which feels harsh, but they do sound very threatening if this is to be believed. Uh, there was one in Oldham, which is kind of near me, actually. Oh, my God. Are there raccoon dogs near me? But anyway, it got stolen, so it could be anywhere. It's on the loose. And we should be very afraid of raccoon dogs. I don't think they're a threat to humans, because people do keep them as pets. It is technically illegal to have them as a pet. Um, but people do like it. And so I don't think they kill humans, but they're just bad for everything else. And that's why we should all be very scared of raccoon dogs and we should panic. And this is where you come in. Because if we are going to have a big panic about raccoon dogs, and you know what? I think we should. We should all be very afraid. Um, I need to open up a hotline because th that's what we do. When we have a panic about things, we open up a hotline, we get really seriously... <laughs> that doesn't make sense. We get really serious, and we take all reports very seriously. And so, right now, for the next few minutes on Wizard Radio, I am opening up the Raccoon Dog Hotline. Have you seen anyone or anything that you think might be a raccoon dog? Perhaps a friend who's particularly hairy, a family member, a pet dog that's suspiciously raccoon-like... Anything that you think might be of interest, please report it to me right now on the Raccoon Dog Hotline. 07807 183 is the number for the Raccoon Dog Hotline. You can email as well, station at wizardradio.co.uk. Uh, we didn't have time to set up a separate Raccoon Dog email address, sadly. So station at wizardradio.co.uk will have to do. Or you can tweet me, you can Instagram me, at wizradio. Have you seen anything that you think might be a Raccoon Dog? You know, um, no, no reporting is is bad reporting. If you have the slightest suspicion, you know there are no wrong answers here. So just let me know, and we can investigate further. Anything you think could be one of these very dangerous, destructive, invasive raccoon dogs, let me know. We'll track it down like a, a vigilante or something. Um, I should just add though, no raccoon dogs were harmed in the making of this hotline. Get in touch now to report any potential raccoon dog sightings and I'll play you Holly Homberston and Little Mix and Sweetie. This is Confetti on Wizard Radio. Live from a slightly funny smelling basement in Manchester. This is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. With Holly Humberston and the walls are way too thin. Is anybody else hearing that song in adverts on like podcasts all the time at the moment? Everywhere. And Little Mix Confetti before that. Hey, it's Alec. Bill and Ted and Easy Life on the way before 4pm. And we're currently opening up a raccoon dog hotline. You know how I love a hotline. Uh, it, literally, if anything happens, I will open up a hotline. It's like it's one of my favourite things to do. I just enjoy the, the panic. And today we're panicking about raccoon dogs because they're a new... Well, they're not a new species. They're a species of fox that's like a cross between a raccoon and a dog hence why it's called a raccoon dog and it's native to like japan and stuff but it's kind of it's been sneaking into the uk and people are very worried they say it it, it uh, poses <laughs> it poses a huge destructive threat and they're the escapologists of the mammal world so they're like i don't know tie themselves up in a straight jacket and manage to get out before a i don't know a some what do escapologists do they'll set like a something to fall i don't know i've never seen an escapologist and it doesn't matter because we're doing a hotline about raccoon dogs have you had any sightings of a raccoon dog do you think you might have done anything any tip-offs are appreciated even if they turn out to be wrong better safe than sorry and aaron has been in touch with the raccoon dog hotline saying i think i've spotted a raccoon dog my friend harry who I know listens to this show, he hasn't shaved since the start of Lockdown 1, which is a crazy amount of time when you consider that Lockdown 1 started in March 2020. It's now June 
2021. Oh my god. He says, by the smells of things, I don't think he's washing either. Maybe the raccoon dog that everyone else thinks they've been spotting is actually just my friend Harry out and about. That is a great tip off, thank you. We will file that information away and investigate further because, I mean, that, that's mind-blowing. That's like 16 months that he has not taken a razor to his face for. I'd, I wonder what would happen if I didn't shave for 16 months because I, I can't really grow a beard, but it, I do look rubbish if I let it grow out too much because I can't grow a beard. I just have like really patchy bum flap. Uh, that does look awful, but if I left it for 16 months, would I have a beard by the end of that? I wonder. I don't want to try it because that sounds kind of kind of gross. Especially the not washing. Why is he just does he just figure that because he can't go anywhere, he might as well not make an effort. But like that's not even true. We've been kind of out of lockdown, in and out of lockdown for ages. What are you doing, Harry? Aaron's mate. Um please for the good of everyone, just shave so that you don't accidentally get mistaken for a raccoon dog and somebody tries to put you down <laughs> that would be very unfortunate a terrible case of mistaken identity i think that's what's going on here so i may I'll, I'll tell you what i won't pass that one on just in case that i put harry's life in danger by reporting him as a potential raccoon dog i think i think that might be a false report but like i said any tip-offs it's all useful so so don't don't be shy Maya says, my dog, Breed will remain anonymous for his own protection, refuses to go to the groomers because he's got really bad separation anxiety. Combine that with the fact that my dog um, is the evidence proving the statement, silent but deadly. I think he sounds like he could be a raccoon dog. Maybe I've had a raccoon dog in the UK all this time without even knowing it. Look, Maya, I know you've kept the breed anonymous for the protection of your dog, but I will have to pass this on because this does sound very concerning. How does he respond to natural wildlife? Does he seem to want to destroy it and pose an existential threat to it? Because if he does, I think you're right, and that is a raccoon dog. I'm going to pass that on, um, so watch out. We're coming for your, your raccoon dog, maybe. Be very afraid. And Laura says, I've not seen a raccoon dog, but I think there might be one hiding in my house. Last week, I bought the new Colin the Caterpillar cookie dough to make my own Colin the Caterpillar cookies at home. I was very excited about this. I baked them one evening after school. I left them out to eat them the next evening. But by the time I came home, all of the cookies were gone. Nobody's owning up to eating my cookies. So it must have been a raccoon dog. Oh my God. Panic! Panic! Ah! Ah, uh, what? Oh my god. The raccoon dog on the loose in Laura's house eating her cookies. This is terrible news. This problem is worse than we ever feared. We're gonna, we're gonna send like a whole raccoon dog SWAT team round. This is urgent. This is really urgent. I mean, if I were to find out after sending around this SWAT team that it was actually a member of your family who's eating them and lying, well... I mean, that would be terrible. It would reflect very badly on you, Laura, if you were giving the raccoon dog hotline false information. So I really hope that this is this is true. But obviously, you know, I don't hope this is true because raccoon dogs are very scary and dangerous. But also, I'm just pulling up a bit. Colin the Caterpillar cookie dough. Since when, when did this happen? Colin the Caterpillar cookies? I wasn't told about this. Did they, did they get on this when they were doing all those PR wars with Aldi? Is that still happening? Or have they kind of just quietly got bored of that? But I didn't know they were calling the Caterpillar cookies. I need to investigate this. Um, I'm kind of bored of the Raccoon Dog Hotline now. I'm more interested in these cookies. Right, that's what I'm going to focus all my energy on now. Sorry, uh, Raccoon Dogs, you're kind of on your own. But thank you for all your tip-offs. They will be investigated. We will catch these Raccoon Dogs. Next... I might be on the telly, and I'll tell you how and why and what after Bill and Ted and Mae Muller. This is When You're Out on Wizard Radio. Bill and Ted were involved in that Sea Shanty <laughs> remix that was a few months ago. That was that was the thing, wasn't it? It went away very quickly, but the Sea Shanty phase of the pandemic, we will all remember forever. So Bill and Ted were involved with that, but now they are involved in non-nautical songs as well. That is called When You're Out with Mae Muller and it's on Wizard Radio. Hello, afternoon, it's Alec Feldman. Easy Life coming up and we'll do what's going on in a second. 
which reminds me I need to do the do the clip for that. Anyway, that's that's a note for myself. I might be on the telly soon, which is not a phrase I expected to say. I don't know how likely this is to happen, but I mean, here here's the story. Tell me what you think. You know how sometimes you get followed by loads of spam accounts on Instagram, and they're usually trying to sell you something like Bitcoin or male enhancements or something weird like that. And they usually either follow you or randomly like loads of your old photos or they'll DM you or something. And normally you're kind of like, well, this is clearly, clearly fake. But I've had someone slide into the DMs and I, I think, I don't know whether or not it's real, but it feels slightly more real than they usually do. Nobody's tried to sell me any male enhancement pills or Bitcoin. Um, but they have liked loads of my old posts and they followed me. And I investigated this person's profile and their, their name is Rachel. And in their bio it says, casting BBC3, eating with my ex. And basically all of the posts are about this TV show called Eating With My Ex. And uh, let me read you out the description of this show, right? Um, What would you say to the one that got away? Would you let your ex back in your life? Are you still looking for closure? Maybe you have some unfinished business with an ex. Whatever your reason for wanting to eat with your ex, we'd like to hear from you. And there's like some phone numbers and email addresses and stuff. And then I looked, I don't normally look in here, but I looked in the the like requests folder on my Instagram DMs and she's DM'd me as well. This person is so keen. Um says I'm I'm a casting researcher for a returning BBC three series. I hope you are well and don't mind me getting in touch. I came across your platform platform. I have a platform guys. And I just wanted to let you know about a potential TV opportunity. And she she goes on about this this show and says it would be great to hear your thoughts. Have a think. Rach. So that's an unexpected plot twist. There are a number of obstacles towards this actually happening. I'm quite a boring person. I don't think I'd really be be the right fit for this show. But that does not happen every day. And how, how does she find me? Where, where do these people come? Is it real? Is it um, an elaborate scam where someone pretends to cast you on a BBC3 show and actually they're casting you for something radically different? Or just trying to defraud you. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't hold out too many hopes on seeing me on BBC Three anytime soon. But I'm I'm a wanted man. I'm in demand. They want me to go on BBC Three, which is kind of cool. But at the same time, slightly disappointing. I always hoped that my BBC Three debut would be on the TV show Sun, Sex, and Suspicious Parents. But I think, I think that ship has sailed because it's, it's not on the telly anymore. So it's a disappointment. I'll have to go with this this other one then, I suppose, reluctantly. So keep your eyes peeled. Coming soon to the TV near you, but probably not. I'll, I'll stick to radio. It's better. There's no pictures anyway. What's going on is coming up next. And now this is Easy Life and Ocean View on Wizard Radio. Easy Life and Ocean View. It's Alec Feldman. Good afternoon. Can I tell you about something really bizarre that's just happened? I mean, it's not that bizarre. Do you remember back in the day, we used to do a feature at this time every week called Someone's Knocking at Your Door. It was, at the time, the only radio feature inspired by the People's Postcode Lottery. And literally, right now, at 5 to 4 on a Saturday afternoon, someone has just knocked at my door. I mean, what are the chances? I know, what a great story that was. Um, I didn't answer because I'm on the radio, so um, I'm now slightly scared that either, um, I don't know, the police are going to like break in or we're going to get burgled because they think no one's home, or more likely they just wanted somebody to sign for a package. That seems like the most likely explanation, but my imagination's gone a bit wild. So let's see what happens. If anybody does have any guesses for <laughs> who's knocking at the door, then they're very welcome. But that's not the game we play anymore. That's, that's done. It's over. It's now all about this. What's going on? It's time for what's going on. The new game in the someone's knocking at your door slot, as it's like people like to call it. In this game, you have to use your brain power and creativity and imagination and logic and reasoning and basically everything to try and work out what's happening in a clip, a little short clip that I play you. It's your job to explain what's actually happening. 
in many ways, it's like a brilliant mental workout. I play you this clip, right? You have a listen a couple of times. Based on what you hear, you need to tell me what you think the situation is, who you think the people are, and what they are doing in that clip. You don't have to be right. It's not about being right. It's about entertaining me and making me laugh, basically. So that is what's going on. That's how it works. Let's have a listen to today's clip for the very first time. There is a knife if you want. I knew there is. <laughs> <laughs> this, is this is something that is more unusual. <laughs> so that's that. A, a slightly different one to usual this week. It's much calmer. A lot of the time it's quite chaotic in what's going on, but that that was fairly straightforward. So so we had, we had a few voices in there, um, some female voices, a lot of laughter. Whatever's happening, it apparently is really, really funny because everyone is laughing their heads off. There's about like 10 seconds of laughter at the end there. And there's some speech. Someone says something about a knife? Is that, that's unusual. And there is, there's quite a posh sounding woman in there as well. I don't want to give you too many clues, but there's a posh woman in there. Everyone's laughing, everyone's clapping, and they're talking about knives. What? What's happening here? Let's have another listen before I give you all the details to get involved. There is a knife in your mouth. I knew there is. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is something that is more unusual. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so what is happening in that clip, that is what what's going on is all about. If you think you can come up with some kind of explanation for what you've just heard, then send me a message, 07807 183538. You can tweet me at WizRadio, you can Instagram DM me at WizRadio on there as well. 07807 183538 is the number. Station at wizardradio.co.uk is the email address. Get involved in what's going on this afternoon. All you have to do is try and tell me what you think is happening in that clip we heard there. There's lots of laughter. There's some voices. There's a posh old sounding lady. And everyone seems to be having a very nice time. But doing what? And why are they talking about knives? Those are all the questions I've got. If you have answers to any of them, get involved. What's going on this afternoon? 07807 183 538. We'll wrap all this up and find out the answer just before 5 o'clock. So in about an hour from now, just slightly less than that, we'll finish all this off. Meanwhile, I have got a new phone this week. That is a very exciting development in my life. And I've got a bit of a throwback for you, but I want to talk about ringtones in about 10 minutes' time. I know nobody's had a ringtone for a while, but I want to talk about them. So we will. We'll do that. We'll do Machine Gun Kelly. We'll do Coldplay. And it's almost four o'clock, so we'll do the news right now. I, the voiceover guy, have been paid a small one-off fee to let you know that you're listening to Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Machine Gun Kelly and Kelly Quinn with Love Race. It's Wizard Radio. Hi. Afternoon. Alec Feldman and Coldplay and Higher Power before that. On the way, before about 4.30ish, Becky Hill and Olivia Rodrigo, her really good new song, is coming up. Big moment in my life this week. I have changed my phone. I bought a new phone, which is really exciting. I bought my last phone kind of under duress because the one I had before that just died unexpectedly and I couldn't switch it on. Um, so I had to get a new one. And I don't know, I, I never really loved it. You know, do you know what I'm talking about where you feel like you bond with items of technology that you own? I never loved my last phone. It was a Nokia. It was all right, but it had a few little annoying things such as most notably, the way you could answer the phone when people call you and you wouldn't be able to hear them and they wouldn't be able to hear you and it would be a really awkward massive waste of time and the one thing you would want a phone to do is be able to take calls so that was annoying the camera always crashed i was like you know what i'm gonna treat myself it was my birthday not that long ago time to upgrade and i've got a new phone and it's really nice i think this is probably the nicest phone i've ever owned i've i've, I've upgraded i've gone from like the top of the budget range um, to the the bottom of the mid-range range, if that makes sense. So this is a, a quite nice phone, I would say. Have you ever heard of OnePlus? You know, it's not that interesting, but it's a OnePlus. It's very nice. I'm enjoying it very much. When I was setting it up the other day, I 
was having to play around with all the ringtones. You sort of, you know, when you get something new and you go in and you customize everything and set it up how you like it. I was looking at the ringtones, and I know this sounds like a really weird thing to do because I most of the time will have my phone on silent, and most people are the same. And I don't think ringtones are really as much of a thing as they used to be. People used to pay money for ringtones. That was a waste, but that was the thing that used to happen. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put a lot of thought into picking my ringtone. And I was listening through to them. And I know there's not, nothing that exciting about ringtones, but I was, I was quite enjoying it. I was really getting into it because I was thinking, depending on what I set my ringtone as, this depends on how I'll answer my phone because they all have such different energy that when I hear it, I'll want to say different things. And I just want to do a sort of an experiment now to see how much of a difference a ringtone makes. So I'm just going to go through the list and pick out a few at random and, and see what it says to me. See how I vibe with the ringtone and, and see what, it, what, it, what character it kind of turns me into. I think this is the thing that nobody's noticed, but ringtones do make a lot of difference on how you answer the phone. So, for example, what have we got here? Okay, so that'll be like, huh? That'll be like, ooh, hello? Sort of, it's like almost curious, slightly, slightly scary. So that's that's how I'd pick up that one. Um, but this one, for example, let's try out. It's called Blues. You see, that's got swag. So I'd pick up and I'd be like, hi, you're through to Alec. How's it going? You, you know what I mean? They do affect who you are as a person. Um, let's give Bounce a go. I don't like this one. That'd be more of like a Hello? <laughs> Who's there? What do you want? Um, what else? What else have we got? Cyclotron, that sounds fun. So I'll listen to Cyclotron. Okay. So this is like, I don't know, Australian soap opera. That's what I'm getting. So that would be a bit like a, G'day, you're through to the Alec. How you doing? That's, that's what I'm getting from this. I, I don't know if anybody else takes Australian soap opera vibes, but that's what I'm hearing. Or we've got... What, what's Echo like? That's quite relaxing. So you could pick it up and be like, Hello. Who's there? I don't know if that's necessarily what you want for phone calls, but that's that's on. This this one I really liked. Funky. Because this is, this is how naff this is. So you could pick up and be like, Hey, you're through to Disco Dave. Uh, that's the vibe I got from from the funky ringtone. Harping. It's, you know, it's quite playful. You can pick it up. Hello, hello, who's there? Um, what else? A marimba. I mean, they all sound quite similar, in fairness. But this is that's high energy. Be like, hello, who's there? Ready to ready to take the call. This now, this one. I think this one is probably my favourite. Right, because it's just retro, isn't it? Nice, simple. Gives you a really, really strong urge when your phone rings to pick up and go, Ahoy, hi. Because that's what you're supposed to say when you answer the phone. Uh, I went for this one in the end because it's, it's nice, it's chilled. I feel like this is the most normal. This is the one where I would just pick up and be like, Hello, what do you want? But does anybody else hear what I'm saying or am I just talking absolute nonsense and playing ringtones on the radio. D do you think a ringtone will affect how you answer the phone? Or is that just me being weird? I don't know, but I'm confident, I'm happy with my decision. Maybe at a later date I will switch it up and go for the, the ahoy hoy because I think that would be fun to answer the phone to everyone by saying ahoy hoy. That's what that, that vintage ringtone would make me do. Or... In all likelihood, I will just leave my phone on silent all the time and never actually hear the one I've chosen. But it was a fun five minutes. Olivia Rodrigo, good for you, on Wizard Radio right now. Wizard Radio with Olivia Rodrigo and good for you. I'm Alec Feldman. Hi. You know the G7, that big like political conference thing that's happening in Cornwall? Really enjoying all of the content it's providing from Joe Biden um, thug-lifing Boris Johnson by talking about his wife to the fact that 
Joe Biden is in Cornwall. I was having this conversation with someone this week. Do you think Joe Biden had heard of Cornwall before he'd been to Cornwall? That would be something I would be interested in finding out. But anyway, um, it's, the, it's a big event. The fact that it's happening in person as well is a big deal. And there's lots of pomp, lots of procedure, all of this stuff. And I've been sent. And normally when I say this, I'm making it up. But I genuinely have been sent a copy of their menu. I got it sent sneakily in advance. My friend, who is a, a journalist, I know, sent it to me the other night. And... I mean, the first thing about it, before we even look at the menu, the fact that it was embargoed until 10.30 on Thursday night, that means that that's when like, people like send stuff to the, the press and then they don't run it until a certain time. So they deemed this menu so top secret that you weren't allowed to report on it until Thursday night at a very specific time, which it's kind of weird in itself. It's a menu. It's not the official secrets act. It's not loads of military secrets. It's just some food. But are you interested in what the leaders of the world will be eating on the G7 summit, which is currently happening? Um, highlights include turbot roasted on the bone. Turbot, I think, is a fish. Roasted on the bone, I don't know what that means because fish have really small bones. But this is really specific. The turbot is caught by a fisherman from Newquay. They have specified where the fisherman is from who has caught this fish, so that's good. I always like my turbot to be caught by people specifically from Newquay. Anywhere else, it's not as good. Um, some, some greens from Padstow Kitchen Gardens. They're really bigging up the local food here. There's a cheese course, including Cornish cheese. I don't... Uh, is Cornwall famed for cheese? I don't know, but they're really going big on this Cornwall thing. Um, and some nice nice dessert and stuff. Saturday night, though. Tonight is when it's properly kicking off. They're having a barbecue tonight. On the beach. A beach barbecue. This is a political conference. I bet if it was the other way around and it was Boris going to America, he would not be invited to a beach barbecue with the Bidens. But here in the UK, we do things differently. We get one sunny weekend... And we take all of the major world's economies leaders to the beach. And they'll be having crabs and mackerel. Lots of fish. Um, which is not great if you don't eat meat. I was wondering also whether there are any world leaders who are vegan. Because there aren't any that I can think of. But that would be quite awkward. If you're a world leader and you were like a vegetarian or a vegan. You'd go to all these places and get served all this fancy food. And you have to be like, uh, actually, I, I don't eat that. Can I have the, the stuffed pepper, please? But I can't think of any that are. The only one who might be, and this is just because she's genuinely, generally, like, giving off this vibe, Jacinda Ardern, you know, the New Zealand one. I would not be shocked if she was a vegan, but I've not heard of her being a vegan. But if you don't like fish, this is not the conference for you. But they are having a barbecue on the beach. I would love to be invited. It is a beach, so presumably it is open to everyone. You can just bring some cans, come along, hang out with the world leaders talk environment talk politics show them crabs the the animal because that's what they're putting on the barbecue i can also see how this barbecue will unfold obviously boris you know what he's like loves to be the center of attention thinks he's the man he will be there he'll be like jostling he'll be trying to get control of the barbecue i don't think he'll know what he's doing he'll have all the gear absolutely no idea he'll have like a silly little hat he'll have a an apron he'll have a unnecessarily fancy spatula burn everything won't do a good job at all and then joe biden will step in he'll just be like listen just let, let me take care of this and he will pull out the best barbecue you have ever seen just from nothing he won't have any silly equipment he'll just know what he's doing because that's the vibe i get look at joe biden's face look at it think about it tell me that is not a man who is the king of the barbecue in his family he just is you can tell. I know you can. So I would love to see how this unfolds. If anybody's got any long lens cameras in the Cornwall area, let's see who's in control of this G7 Summit barbecue tonight. I'm going to play you Becky Hill, and I want to talk to you about Becky Hill afterwards because she's been playing some cryptic games on her Twitter, and I would like your thoughts on it. That's coming up now, though. This is Last Time on Wizard Radio. Becky Hill, Last Time on Wizard Radio. Alec Felvin here. Hi. Afternoon. You're right. 
Griff is coming up and Willow and Dua Lipa as well. I want to talk to you about Becky Hill though. Becky Hill, she's really good at like dance tracks, summer bangers like that one. She was on that years ago uh, song called Gecko. That was where she like started and she's done so many. That's like her thing. She's really, really good at really good vocals on like dance summer anthems. And apparently she's got another one coming out. I found this out on Twitter. I saw a tweet from Becky Hill. It's like an announcement. She put it up like tea time yesterday. And she was saying, the next single is the summer anthem you've been looking for. Great news. Um, although Calvin Harris, Tom Gren kind of have that one sewn up. So maybe, I don't know, try next year? No, no, only joke. Let's, let's have it. She also says, it features one of the biggest DJs of my lifetime. It's out in exactly seven days. That's that's six days now. She hasn't given the identity of the biggest DJ of her lifetime, but she has given some clues. And I want to share these clues with you because I've been thinking about this for about two days. Not two days. Well, kind of, since I saw it yesterday. So that was, what, a day ago? For the last 24 hours, basically, I've been thinking about this. Because it's... I just can't understand what she's getting at. Normally, I'm quite good at these things. When... When they do those, like, cryptic, guess the thing from the emojis, I'm good at them. But on this occasion, I'm really stuck. So let me tell you what the clues are for this big superstar DJ that Becky Hill's done a collaboration with. There's a sun emoji. There is a VHS videotape emoji. There is some kind of amphibian, either a lizard or a gecko. There's the letter T, and then there's the emoji letter A. I'll tell you that again because it takes time to sink in. Sun emoji, VHS videotape, lizard slash gecko, T A. Sun video lizard T A. That's what Becky Hill has put as this clue. And I've been thinking about this for ages and I genuinely can't work it out. So either I'm being really stupid or this is actually fiendishly difficult. And I was thinking about it, thinking about it, got nothing, no idea at all. I did have a scroll down and look at the replies and some people have started saying David Guetta. Again, uh, where are they getting that from? I get the, 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 like, the TA, but what's the lizard got to do with it? What's the sun? What's the VHS? I'm so confused. So if anybody can actually explain this to me, or maybe it's not David Guetta, come up with any alternative theories. I'm all ears. 07807183538. Can you just explain this? Either explain why you think it's David Guetta or who you think it actually is, because obviously it's not confirmed. That's just some speculation. But well, I don't understand why. It's really annoying me that everyone's come up with the same answer and I can't get it. So either explanations or alternatives. Maybe maybe alternatives, because I don't I don't buy that Becky Hill and David Guetta have teamed up. So other suggestions as well that would kind of vaguely work? Obviously. I need your workings. Explain your reasoning because I will just be completely confused otherwise. 07807 183538 is my text number. Email me on station at wizardradio.co.uk or Twitter, Instagram at wizardradio. Please, can you explain this thing? It's a sun emoji. It's a VHS. It's a lizard. It's the letter T. It's the letter A. You can find it on Becky Hill's Twitter if you want to see it for yourself. I just don't get it. So any theories at all, send them my way so I can not be thinking about this all day long because the last 24 hours were enough. I need to get this out of my brain now before it drives me insane. So please help me out. I would really appreciate <laughs> your thoughts on this very important Becky Hill related matter. Willow is coming up and I'll play you Griff next. And I would like to clear up some confusion about Griff. And so to do so, I've done lots of research to try and establish the facts. I only deal in facts, and this is my completely factual 60-second guide to Griff. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60-second guide. Confusingly, there are two musical artists who go by the name of Griff. There's Griff, the singer of One Foot in Front of the Other, and that other song from the John Lewis Christmas advert. There's also Professor Griff, who's a rapper and a poet from America. But to add to the confusion, the rapper Professor Griff isn't a real professor, but Griff, the singer, is. 
So you've got a Professor Griff who just goes by the name Griff, even though she's an actual professor, and the person who calls himself Professor Griff isn't actually a professor at all. Confusing. The rapper actually often gets invited to give presentations about psychology. By mistake, they actually want the, the singer who is a professor. Griff was scouted for the John Lewis Christmas advert last year when she was busking outside their branch on Oxford Street in London. Sharon White, the CEO of John Lewis, walked past. Initially, she asked security to have her removed for putting off the customers. But then, after hearing Love as a Compass, she called them off and instead she invited her in for a potato in the John Lewis Cafe. And that is Griff in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Come and join the fun from a safe distance. It's Wizard Radio with Willow and Travis Barker, Transparent Soul, and Griff was before that with one foot in front of the other. Alec Feldman here. Hello. Thanks for hanging out with me. Dua Lipa and Billie Eilish are on before the end of the show, which is at five o'clock. Uh, lots before then, including what's going on and trying to explain something to me. Which relates to Becky Hill, who I played earlier on. And she's teased on Twitter that she's going to release a new song next Friday. She says it will be a summer anthem. She says it will be with the biggest DJ of her lifetime. And she's given us another clue, which is um, four emojis and a letter. So it's a sun emoji. It's a VHS videotape. It's a lizard or possibly a gecko. It's the letter T, and then it's the A emoji in the red square. And I don't know whether I'm just being really thick here, but I don't understand what she's on about. I'm normally good at these. I can't work it out. Who is this DJ that's like a sun videotape lizard? I, I can't. So any suggestions, very welcome. Or alternatively, some kind of explanation about why everyone in the comments is saying David Getter. Where are you getting that from? How do you see a videotape and a sun and a lizard and go, ah, it's David Guetta, of course. Um, so let's let's see who it could be. Alice says, is Becky Hill collaborating with Jonas Blue? I feel like we haven't heard from him in ages. And this might be a bit rude, but I always thought he looks quite lizard-like. He's a massive DJ though, quite synonymous with the summer. And maybe the song has something to do with a VHS tape. I can't work out any of the other clues annoyingly. Yeah, you know what? This is as good a guess as any. Well, you know what? I don't think I know what Jonas Blue looks like. Shall I? I'm going to Google him and tell you whether I think he does resemble a lizard. <laughs> um, you know what? I, sort of. I wouldn't say massively. If you hadn't suggested that he looks like a lizard... I wouldn't have said he looks like a lizard. If anything, Jonas Blue looks a bit like a turtle, but not a lizard, I don't think. Um, but I guess, at a stretch, yes, Jonas Blue does look a bit like a lizard, but I don't think Becky Hill would be teasing that she's doing a song with the very lizard-like Jonas Blue, unless that was like a thing he was really known for. And I think, Alice, you're the only person I've ever come across who describes Jonas Blue as looking like a lizard. So we can probably rule that out. And also, no shade to Jonas Blue, but is he really the biggest DJ of Becky Hill's lifetime? I don't know. Surely that has to be DJ Jazzy Jeff. And, you know, okay, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which is an old show, which would be on videotape. Therefore, Becky Hill's teaming up with DJ Jazzy Jeff. DJ Jazzy Jeff did the song Summertime with Will Smith. There's a sun emoji. Okay. You know, I might be onto something here. I think it could be DJ Jazzy Jeff. That's my own reasoning after kind of having think about it for a while. It's got to be DJ Jazzy Jeff, right? Maybe. Benny's been on. Um, hello, Benny. He says, I don't know many DJs, but isn't one of the biggest DJs of the last 20 years supposed to be Tiesto? Oh, yeah. Tiesto. Let's go do, let's go do the business. Him. Uh, Benny says, I saw that phrase repeated so many times when that song blew up and I just did it again. It's good to the business. <laughs> That's the, I do like that song. He's a summer DJ, Benny says. He's always in Ibiza. And the letter T could be for Tiesto. Maybe the song is called Lizard Videotape. <laughs> Perhaps it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, you know what? It might be. Um, there's a conspiracy theory that all famous people are lizards and I have proof on my visit videotape. Here's Becky Hill and Lizard Videotape on Wizard Radio. I could hear it. Sure, there's weirder named songs. 
look at like any Arctic Monkeys album, they're mental, especially the last one. Um, it could be, t- yeah, I would believe that Becky Hill did a song with Tiesto, but what else have we got to go on? Just the letter T in the fact that there's a sun and he's kind of summery. I'm not massively convinced, unless it's like ge- Gecko, Tiesto, sound kind of similar, but again, not really. I'm I'm not making many breakthroughs here. I think the best suggestion from my own head remains DJ Jazzy Jeff. Um, Max says, surely biggest DJ of a lifetime has got to be Calvin Harris. He is the biggest DJ of everybody's lifetime. He had a song called Summer, Explains the Sun. The VHS videotape is a reference to the video for One Kiss. Okay, is that a bit like grainy and video-like? Rings a bell. The Lizard reference to song Giant. Why? What? what, what uh, rag and Bone Man, I'm a Giant Lizard. There's, is the word Lizard in the song Giant? Not that I can remember, but okay, fine. T references Calvin Harris's ex Taylor Swift. A references the A in Calvin. It's Calvin Harris. Why would you why, why would you reference the A in Calvin and not the C in Calvin? Okay. This makes no sense. It's a nice theory. It could be Calvin Harris. I could hear a Becky Hill and Calvin Harris song eventually, but again, I, I don't think it doesn't make sense to me, but it doesn't really make David Getter, which is what everyone's saying, also doesn't really make sense to me. But okay. Sophie has been on. Sophie's gonna try and explain this David Getter thing to me. Okay. Alec, how haven't you got it? She says, um, I'm clearly not that bright. When the sun is out, it's the day time. Day, sun, during the day. Okay, so that explains the sun. A VHS is a videotape. That's David, like Davidio da- <laughs> Getter. Right, okay, so we've got David, sun and video is David. And then, I mean, Okay, then the lizard is a, a gecko, so it's ge from gecko, Sophie says, plus the T, plus the A, is getter, it's David getter. Right, so day, day, video, vid, David, gek, tuh. Ah, ah, okay. Right, that does actually make sense. <laughs> oh. Oh, I feel a bit thick now. Uh, you have, yeah. You know what? That does actually make sense to me, Sophie. Thank you. Uh, although, I, I still think it's weak. It, as those like emoji clue things go, it's quite weak. David Ge- Gecko T. I mean, she literally wrote the last two letters for one thing, and there's a, a Gecko. De- no, this isn't great. I'm, I'm going to defend myself here and say, from Becky Hill. This is not the best cryptic emoji clue in the world, but okay, fine. I hold my hands up. I I get it now. Thank you, Sophie, and everybody else who messaged explaining what on earth she's on about. So thank you. I can I can sleep easy once more. So uh, yeah, thanks for your help. Next, a challenge of a different kind. We'll get the answers on what's going on. We'll do that after Dua Lipa. This is Love Again on Wizard Radio. Dua Lipa and Love Again on Wizard Radio. It's Alec Feldman. Time to return to this. What's going on? So earlier on, I played you a clip that is confusing and mysterious and weird. Because obviously it's come from a video, right? But I've taken the video away because it's the radio. So all you get is the sounds. And without the video, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. So you just need to try and tell me what is happening in the video. Today's clip is weird for a number of reasons. Let's have a listen to it again. There is a knife if you want. I know there is. <laughs> <laughs> this, is this is something that is more unusual. <laughs> Lots of applause in that What's Going On clip today. Lots of laughter, a whole 10 seconds of applause chat about knives and a posh sounding old lady what is going on here are your suggestions will says this is really difficult this week alec really he says i feel the shorter clips they're easier for some reason but this one's too long but here's what i think 
it's a purge-like situation. There's a group of posh people in their houses trying to pick their weapons. The mum in the house, or the older woman, is trying to pick between two types of knives. Her daughter's like, there is a knife, but she goes for something more unusual, maybe a different type of knife or something. It just feels a bit evil, to be honest. <laughs> oh, well, um, uh, I think you couldn't be further from the truth on this one. There's definitely not a purge. Um, don't think it's that evil. It's pretty wholesome, actually. But why would the daughter say there is a knife when she's picked a different knife? I, I, I don't know. But it's not that. Um, it is very long, you're right. But most of that is just people laughing and clapping. But that is quite confusing. What? Who are they? Why are they laughing and clapping? I, I don't know. Uh, Lily says, there's lots of laughter and clapping. Yes, there is. It's... This is a group of people having a really good time. Maybe it's somebody's birthday, like grandma's birthday. They're in public, they're in a restaurant, and they're being really loud. So this is someone from another table who is filming them. Either the grandma's received two presents, one's a knife and one's something else, and she's picking between them, or she's trying to find something to cut the cake. But my final answer is that this is a grandma at a birthday party in a restaurant. Interesting. You're not a million miles off. You are quite close. Um, I think it is somebody's birthday, actually. Or if not their birthday, then it's the day before their birthday. They are in public. And they are definitely someone's grandma. They're probably one of the most famous grandmas in the world, actually. Um, I don't think they're in a restaurant as such, but... All of that you've got right. I don't think the, the knife is necessarily a present. But there is a knife. And she is trying to find something to cut the cake. So you are, you're onto something. You're really close, Lily, but you're missing out one of the key details here. So a very good try. Grandma in a birthday party, a restaurant. Almost right. So close, but not quite. Juliet has been on as well. Juliet says, I've seen this video, Alec. I know it. This is so weird for me because the second you started playing it, I knew exactly what it was. And I never know the answer on this game. I mean, I know. I thought somebody might actually get it this week. Juliet says, This is a video of the Queen in Cornwall cutting into a cake. Kate Middleton and loads of other people there nearby. It's a massive cake. And there's a knife there, which is why there's a voice saying, There is a knife. That's Kate. And the Queen instead doesn't use the knife to cut the cake. She uses... A sword, a real life actual sword instead of a knife, and then everyone laughs. It's actually really strange when you write that down. Oh, Juliet, you know it. You're bang on. That is the right answer. You've got it right, which makes you the winner of what's going on. We don't normally have winners. Uh, what would you like as a prize? Tell you what, have some pride in your own achievement. That's what I can gift to you and absolutely nothing else. So well done, that's it. It's the queen, she's cutting into a cake with a sword. Now that we've actually explained that, shall we listen to it again and imagine the actual queen at 90, whatever she is, holding a sword? There is a knife, if you want to know. I know there is. <laughs> 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 something that is more unusual. <laughs> That is some big, big queen energy in fairness. So well done to the queen, cutting a cake with a sword. Quite iconic behavior. Well done for getting it right. And thank you for playing to uh, Juliet. That's the end of the show. Thank you very much for listening. Always appreciate it. There's a podcast if you fancy, Alec Feldman the podcast. And I'm back Friday at three for the weekly mixtape. And then Saturday, three till 5 p.m. We'll do all this again. So come hang out with me and don't go anywhere because Miles Mikulski is up next. After Billie Eilish, this is Lost Cause. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.